Welcome, welcome to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. My name is Robin Ayers. I'm your host with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on your drive home. That was a nice little jam, Andy. Happy birthday to Marvin Gaye. Wow, that's a that's a, a feel-good record right there. I hope that sets you off for your Monday as well. I'm having a, a really good Monday. I hope that you are too. We have a great show for you today. And you can always call in if you ever want to comment on any of our topics. Uh, feel free to do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also check us out on YouTube as well in the live chat. It's always so much fun reading your comments, interacting with you. We have a, a lot of engagement. So that's uh, that's something that pretty much is one of my favorite things to do about this show is interacting with you all. You can also feel free while you are on the Internet to follow us on all of our social media platforms, which is KBLA 1580, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that good stuff. You can also find me at Robin Ayers. And I promise you, I don't bite. I'm very welcoming. So you can go ahead and follow me there. Uh, How was your April Fool's? (laughs) Because that was Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of things were going down on Saturday, and we still don't know. Some people haven't pulled back their April Fool's pranks, but I personally was punked, you guys. I was punked and fooled on April Fool's Day. Uh, shout out to a friend of mine. His name is Emil. He is a, a co. I mean, he is a host. Uh, we've worked together in the past, and uh, he put out a flyer that he was going to be the new host of some Netflix dating show, and it looked really official, and it looked so good. And uh, yeah. It, it, I, I reposted it and everything, and he said, "Look at the look at the fine print, Robin." <laughs> See, that's what happens when you don't read the fine print. You will get fooled and you will get punked, and I surely did. So, shout out to Emil for that. Um, Anthony Hamilton pulled a prank that was pretty interesting. He had a shook for a quick second. He said that he was retiring from the music industry. I mean, he did a video on it, stone faced and everything. He was like, you know, I had a my last album. You guys don't even know about my last album. So I think I'm just going to, you know, hang up my hat. No pun intended. He's a, a hat guy. Uh, but he said he was retiring. And sure enough, the next day he came back around and uh, <laughs> told us that he it was just a prank. So great job, Anthony, on that one. Usher also pulled a prank. He introduced Beyonce while he was on stage performing. The crowd went bananas. Of course, you think that some pop-up performance by Beyonce is going to, I mean, that is just a huge deal. And so, of course, the audience was, they were so hyped about it until he said April Fool. So I want to know from you, do you have any, uh, did anything happen to you on April Fool's? If not, Don't you worry about it. I do have a question of the day for you. And this is going to tie into something that we'll talk about a little bit later on. But the question of the day is, do you believe in soft girl season? Soft girl season. And I'll tell you who does believe in soft girl season and what's going to happen as a result of that. But if you don't know, if you haven't been hearing about it, the definition is a season where women can normalize being vulnerable. Women no longer have to be in survival mode and women can now prioritize peace 
and self-love. That is soft girl season. That's the definition of it. I, I pulled it up. So everybody's talking about it right now. Do you believe in soft girl season? I will definitely make sure we have a poll up for you to answer. Uh, because, again, we will tie this back around a little bit later on in the episode. We do have a great one for you. And it's Monday, so you know we have one of your favorite uh, contributors with us today, which we'll bring him forward in a, in a little bit, uh, Nick Hamilton. But, of course, this is up Nick's bag. So, Nick, if you are, I know you're here. So, <laughs> Nick, if you are listening right now, I know you're going to talk about Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark because everybody's talking about it. We definitely have to dig into that. Uh, if you don't know, LSU Tigers, they won their first national title, uh, defeating the Iowa Hawkeyes in the NCAA Women's Tournament Championship game. That was a tongue twister. But that's not even the biggest news. It is. It was a very big deal and it was very celebratory. But we'll talk about what else was what else made the big news and why it was such a big deal. So much controversy here. We'll also talk about about Ed Lover. If you remember him from Yo MTV Raps, I know you do. Uh, That's a throwback for you. But Ed Lover is still around. He's got a podcast called Come On, Son, where he uh, opened up about his child and uh, something that I I'm sure I've never heard him talk about before. So we'll talk about uh, why he has questions on how to raise his kid. We're going to talk about Lamar Odom. He uh, has now required or acquired rehab centers. If you remember back in 2015, uh, Lamar Odom overdosed in Las Vegas. It was such a scary situation. But we will talk about that and uh, what he's getting ready to do with his newfound rehab centers so good for him on that but we'll we'll discuss that as well luther campbell i have to talk about this because luther campbell if you don't know who he is uncle luke remember two live crew y'all was getting it to two live crew don't act like you weren't (laughs) well now now uncle luke is grown and he's a music exec but his son was uh charged recently with aggravated assault after he approached two women with a knife but yeah shame on shame on that it it, allegedly let's be sure to make that clear he allegedly approached these two women with a knife and he was arrested and charged but we will talk about what his father uncle luke is saying regarding that and i really want to know i'm going to ask nick what he thinks about it because i wonder if he has a point he's he's talking about his son and, and his son getting into trouble but uh we'll we'll talk about that and more we might even get into a little bit of snoop dog snoop uncle snoop uncle snoop be everywhere <laughs> uncle snoop be doing his thing Andy saw uncle snoop this past weekend as well at wrestlemania uh we will get into that and more you are listening to the raw report right now and when we come forward we will bring in our entertainment uh contributor for the day nick hamilton on the other side of uh, this is kvla talk 1580 stay right there you're inside the raw report with robin ayers on kvla talk 1580 with one of the best savings rates in america banking with capital one is the easiest decision in the history of decisions even easier than choosing slash to be in your band next up for lead guitar You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? (laughs) 
That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. Roll Charmin ultra strong when you drop in the beat. It cleans way less effort on your seat. Yeah, roll it. Drop it. Yeah, roll it. Drop it. Charmin flows extra strong from the road. Get your butt hella clean while you're sitting on the bowl. Yeah, it's all you need for that bathroom groove. Get you in and out without nothing to prove. Charmin Ultra Strong cleans better so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report. With Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Yes, you are inside the Raw Report with another great whole thing that we have to talk about with our entertainment contributor today, Nick Hamilton. You'll know him from SiriusXM and Nightcast Media. Hello to you, Nick. Hey. How are you, sir? Oh, uh, you know, I'm out here in these media streets. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't stop. You don't stop. Well, listen, uh, we'll get right into it. Nick, you are a sports guy at heart. You love sports. I know that you can break this topic down uh, very, very well for all of us and, and the listeners. Tell us what's going on and t- and actually tell us your thoughts on what's going on with of course, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. We know that uh, the, there was a national game that LSU Tigers had won, which was fantastic. But there was other news that that sort of trumped that, right? So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with them? Well, first of all, let me say congratulations to the LSU Lady Tigers uh, who won the national championship. They are the queens of college basketball. So I want to give – let me give the, uh, reverence to them. Uh, because they earned it, and I know a lot that's been going on that's overshadowed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have Angel Reese. I think you have uh, Kaylin Clark, who are two incredible players. Definitely. Um, but the problem, the problem is, uh, Kaylin Clark had been taunting other opponents, especially South Carolina, in the Final Four on Friday night, um, doing the John Cena gesture. You can't see me, which was originally done by Tony Yayo of G Unit. That's where John Cena got that from. Um, and so, she's been talking, you know, and everybody said, oh, she's so, she's so competitive. Oh, she so, has so much swag. She has so much attitude. It's great. Don't you love the passion? But when Angel Reese does it in, retali- in, re- in return, mm-hmm. and she does it, you can't see me a couple times, and then she points at the ring finger like, yeah, we're about, we about to get this ring. You're not walking off the floor mm. uh, with, with, uh, with our championship. Mm-hmm. And the way they treated you – know, Angel, and Angel Reese said, look, the way they treated South Carolina, you're not going to treat us that way. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, the level of disrespect, it's something that head coach Don Staley of South Carolina talked about members of the media treating players differently based upon race. You're calling Kaitlyn passionate. You're calling her swag. She says she has swag. But when Angel Reese does it, she's a thug. She's a, she's a hood. Uh, she, she's classless. Everything but the N-word, basically, mm-hmm. is what you're calling Angel Reese and the LSU Lady Tigers, mm-hmm. uh, which is absolutely appalling. You have somebody who is in control of a major media conglomerate like Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, who called Angel Reese a classless piece of crap. Mm-hmm. And I he didn't use the word crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have an idiot, a senile old idiot like Keith Oberman, yes. uh, formerly of ESPN Sports Center. Said she she was classless. Um, he called her an, an effing idiot. 
specifically is what he yeah. called her. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I can't use that kind of language on this station. But mm-hmm. you get what I'm of saying. Of course, yeah. Everything, everything that you can think of about Angel Reese, and the, the thing I love about Angel Reese is he said, "Look, I'm." She basically like, man, screw your narrative. Mm-hmm. I'm not living under your expectations. I'm living for myself and young girls that come from where I come from, that look like me, that act like me, mm-hmm. that think like me. We have our own identities that we're here. We have our own legacies that we're building. We're not conforming to your narratives. And so it's absolutely racist. And if you don't think that those comments against Angel Reese are racist, then you are indeed part of the problem. This is a racist situation that continues to permeate throughout the body of America. Mm -hmm. This continues to show that white supremacy is alive and well. And the fact that you treat our black players differently than you treat white players and again that's not saying anything against Caitlin Clark I think Caitlin Clark is an incredible player mm-hmm. I think she she can she can, she has a possible future in the WNBA when her time comes mm-hmm. same thing with Angel Reese but to be able to divide and say well you guys are making it about race no you made it about race mm-hmm. your racist anti-black discriminatory behavior made it about race mm-hmm. you made the, dif- the, the differences between how Caitlin Clark acted versus how uh, acting. Mm-hmm. That's the appalling part of all of this. And the fact that you want to hide behind a rug, get up under a rug and a blanket and hide behind that is, and you want to point the finger and turn it all around on, on us as a black community is unacceptable. And the fact that you have that are listening to your every move because media controls narratives. We all know that. Mm, yeah, positively and- or negatively. You will definitely get into more of the media as well. But uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says Keith Oberman is beyond classless. And speaking of Keith, uh, what do you take of his his he didn't necessarily retract his statement. But if you let's just I'm going to read what he said in response to the backlash that he received after uh After he did tweet about Angel, he said, I apologize for being uninformed last night about the backstory on this. I don't follow hoops, college or pro men or women. I had no idea about Clark. Both were wrong. And when he said that, he says that he apologizes for being uninformed. He's only apologizing. Am I looking at this wrong or or should he have apologized for saying what he said specifically? It seems like that was sort of, uh, you know. A, a little coward, a, you know, just a sly way to kind of move it. What do you think about that? No, Keith Oberman is full of crap. Number mm-hmm. one, I, I'd rather you, I'd rather him not apologize and stand on what you said because mm-hmm. that's that's exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. The only reason why you're coming out with a statement hours later is because of public pressure. Mm-hmm. Because I was one of the ones that quote tweeted you and put that information out there and said, "No, you're an effing idiot, Keith," because no one even knows who the hell you are anymore. So why are you trying to be relevant and try to captivate over somebody's moment when it's supposed to be about Angel and the rest of the LSU Lady Tigers who won a national championship, who earned an opportunity to play for the national championship and won it Mm. and beat the brakes off Iowa. Mm. See, Iowa, you know what it reminds me of, Robin? I'll I'll be real brief when I say this. Mm -hmm. This reminds me, it feels like LSU is like the UNLV Five back in the day when they had to play teams like Duke, and like Duke was the represented the other America, mm-hmm. and like UNLV and LSU represented our America. Okay, so that's what this kind of feels like right now. It feels like Iowa is Duke and LSU are those teams mm-hmm. that I mentioned mm-hmm. uh, because it's pretty much divided 
you know, divided the country in so many respects yeah, because yeah. of how we are perceived and how we are talked about as black people, and especially disrespecting our women like this. Yeah. You can't sit up there and allow our women and, 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 and black men as, as well, but I mean, primarily black women to be disrespected in this way, especially when she didn't go out of her way to say, you know, anything disparaging against anybody else against any other media company. It's all these people that are showing their true cards and their true colors. And it's just an eye-opening experience. And I'm wondering, okay, black folks, are we going to wake up now? Are we going to finally see what, we've been, what we needed to see for quite some time, which is people, who, whoever they are, believe who they are. That, and don't that's believe true. Want them to be. That is very true. Uh, and Angel Reese did, she made a statement uh, at her, at the press conference that I thought was just really great. I felt like it was a fantastic thing for her for her to stand 10 toes down she did not move she did not budge whatsoever even throughout the backlash that she had received that evening and I loved it she said all year I was critiqued about who I was I'm too hood I'm too ghetto y'all told me that all year when other people do it y'all don't say nothing this was for the girls that look like me and I love that she was just unapologetic about what she did and I'm not mad at her for that. And so as of right now, the hashtag black women is trending because everybody is taking up for Angel Reese in the sense that we know that this was a a racial divide. We know that they were giving Caitlin Clark a pass just because it was cute when she did it. It was like you said, I mean, everybody was giving her uh, like props for having cool like sportsmanship when she did it like it was she had a swag about her but when angel did it then all of a sudden it's classless so you know i I just like the fact that she stood uh she stood on what she said and what she did and let's be honest trash talking is nothing new in sports everybody men women it's always happened but the the problem is like you said it's about they people made it about race Mm -hmm. and if angel reese was caucasian like caitlin was i don't think we would even be talking about this Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. we would have laughed it off but if if caitlin was black and angel was black now all of a sudden big basketball is getting out of hand i wonder what the what the narrative would be with with, that both of these of these these women were black and that's the sad part we still continue to live in a society um, that is based upon race because this country was founded on race and racism hmm. um, and bigotry and, and division. So yeah. we're going to continue to have to go through that. Unfortunately, is just making sure that you don't contribute to it um, in, in a way where it continues to perpetuate the way it's going. But it's only going to get, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I think it's only going to get worse hmm. um, as time progresses because of the yeah. people in the society that we currently live in, which is really, really sad. And like I said earlier, but when I got on this call, it takes a, it took away from the moment that the LSU Lady Tigers won a national championship. We should be celebrating this team, not foolishness and not racist rhetoric by a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, speaking of division, there's also a divide when it comes to the LGBTQ community and other communities who are not uh, cisgendered people when it comes to understanding, right? And now... You remember Yo MTV Raps host and radio personality, Ed Lover. He's got a podcast right now that's out called Come On, Son. And he's talking about his child who opened up to him as being queer. And he is trying to understand it. He doesn't know anything about it because he comes from a generation of either one of two things. You're either a lesbian or you're gay. 
And now we have all these other terms that we're trying to become knowledgeable knowledgeable about. And he's saying, I want to be the great, the best dad that I can. So he asked T.S. Madison, who is also a TV personality, actress, and an LGBTQ activist. And But T.S. Madison is also a little older in an older uh, generation. And they're trying to break down. They're trying to have this discussion on you know, the correct thing to say. What does it mean to be queer? I I just, I know, I understand how it is because we all, we want to get into this topic so much, but everybody is afraid to misspeak. Everybody is afraid to be disrespectful. What is your take on that when it comes to Ed Lover? He's, he's like, listen, I want to be a great dad, but I don't know anything about this. Is there a way to be disrespectful? Uh, is there a way to be respectful while having this conversation on a public uh, platform as well. Yeah, I think absolutely. Uh, first of all, let me applaud Ed, Ed Lover for having sure. the, uh, the openness to be able to want to be educated. There are so many people, especially from that generation and even the generation that I came up in, that it was almost a cardinal sin for you to come out as gay or lesbian yeah. or transgender or what have you, uh, which is really, really sad when you think about it because these are still human beings. These are still people that are made uh, in, in the universe's image. And so you know, the LGBTQIA plus community, I think, needs to continue to open up their arms because there are people like us who will come from who are straight, but want to be an ally to that community and want to understand and want to be educated and say, hey, what how do we continue to combat this 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 discriminatory behavior that comes towards your community, mm-hmm. um, especially when it resonates with us so closely, whether it be a, a son, a daughter, a, a nephew, a niece or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that more people need to be open to be educated. And I also think the reason why people sometimes people walk on eggshells because I had a situation. I'm not going to give out the name of the actress mm-hmm. or actor that I had to deal with. But I was simply asking them a question like, hey, how do I support or, you know, become an ally to the LGBTQ community? Because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm against discrimination of any kind. Mm-hmm. And the way that I was answered to was kind of like really defensive. Like, well, first of all, it's LGBTQIA+. Plus, and mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I they need forget. to extend us a little community. bit more. They, they need to extend us some I grace think, as well. I think when you when you, you know when someone's being sincere. Just like people sure. come to the black community that are non-black and say, hey, how can I be an ally? How can I help? You know, not continue to perpetuate this race, this racism that goes on, and especially this anti-black racism that goes on. Mm-hmm. And then you you can tell the sincerity, like people that are really sincere, are they just doing it for clout? And mm-hmm. I think when you can tell when somebody's truly being sincere and saying, "Hey, I really want to help, I don't want to hinder," then you need to be open enough to say, "Hey, man, don't stomp on my toes because I don't know the the, the lingo, or you know, I'm not saying Absolutely. anything offensive. I mean, I know the lingo." Hey, open your arms up to me because that's what you want anyway, right? You want me to you want me to be tolerant. You you claim you want more people to be tolerant. Mm-hmm. You want more people to be, you know, open minded and, and have some diversity. Well, hell, we can't have diversity. We gotta walk on damn eggshells all the time. Listen, like, I, give me some give me some, I, give me fifty feet. I totally hear you. I take your point. Uh Jay West said acknowledging what you don't know is a good thing. I completely agree with that. Uh I don't know if we're done with this conversation because it, there's a couple of things that I want to add to it when we come forward but right now we've got news traffic and sports nick hamilton is going to stay with us when we break down the other topics on the other side you are still inside the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay there what's going on y'all it's your boy little real how are you right now you listen to kbla talk 1580 that's right 
The Raw Report. More of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report Report. on KBLA Talk 1580. You know that I'm trying to get behind. Press on your spine, oh. Boy, Inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. I like that. <laughs> Tell me who that is. Jack Harlow. Love is Dro. Woo! That's fire right there. Uh, too bad. Jack Harlow is already a star, so I can't say he's got next. But, you know, okay. <laughs> uh, you are still inside the Raw Report where we've been breaking down some trending topics with our entertainment contributor of the day, Nick Hamilton. And we've been talking about um, the LSU Tigers, their win, their national win, as well as what's been going on between Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark and the John Cena, you, ain't see, you, you can't see me gesture. Uh, we've also been talking about Ed Lover, who wants to know more information about his queer child who came to him. And he, he says, listen, I just want to be the best dad that I can be, but I want to understand this. And you know what? To that point, Nick, we were talking about this on the other side, that it's a little bit difficult sometimes. I feel like we need to have a little bit more grace extended to us from anybody who's in the LGBTQ com- plus community uh, or advocates and in, in allies as well because you're right there is a there's a difference when you sense someone who really wants to know we may not say the correct thing but we really want to know and we really want to be respectful so I think grace is definitely the way to go we were you and I both were recently at an event where we covered a red carpet for that community and Mm-hmm. It was upon talking to everyone because you you know that everyone there is an ally or in the community somehow. But upon talking to everybody, I wanted to be careful so much on what I said, how I asked the question. I, I'm hoping that everybody can see my heart <laughs> when I ask a question. That even if I'm naive about something, that they can extend me a little bit of grace. But but that's actually a scary moment for for me when I engage in those conversations. I don't know about you at all. But it, it is a scary moment. And uh, in YouTube, you guys are also making points that uh, forensic accounting, you said, then they have to deal with racism amongst that community, which can be just as virulent, uh, violent. Maybe that's what you were saying. Absolutely. They have it's sort of a double whammy, you know, for them. They have to encounter people who don't understand their community and then they have racism within that community as well so do you encounter that too nick when you are speaking to anyone from the community that you want to be as as you just mentioned actually wanting to be careful and graceful about how you ask a question but uh maybe they need to just extend us a little bit of grace even according to the actress that you spoke to right yeah i refuse to walk on eggshells you know what i mean i'm gonna be me i'm gonna be me beginning and end of the day and i'm going to be respect as respectful as i know how to be mm. um if i misspeak on a term like i already know i'm i'm very well aware there are certain terms i will never use just because it's wrong to use period sure um but 
as far as phraseology or you know uh you know not including a full as i gave the example before lgbtqia plus um i just simply said lgbtq plus because i didn't know the uh and i wasn't trying to discriminate or leave out a, a group of people um but for the most part you know i just ask questions and because if you if you're so scared to trip you eventually are going to trip and fall right so you can't focus on that i think you just have to do the best thing you know how to do, which is, you know, do your job, which is ask questions, you know, mm -hmm. ask the right questions, try to ask intelligent questions um, and, and get down to the meat and potatoes of what you need to know. And I think, you know, for the most part, um, outside of that one incident, I've been pretty much, you know, welcomed uh, when I've asked those type of questions. Mm -hmm. Nobody has tried to, like, fight me or get super defensive, mm -hmm. like, who is this guy? You know what I mean? Um because I have members of the LGBTQI plus community in my family. Yeah. You know, that I've, I've gone, you know, I've had two cousins. I went to their wedding, you know, both mm -hmm. of them from are from that community. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just like, I was more appalled than most of, you know, some of my family members didn't show up because of their idiotic beliefs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I was there because I was there to support them and I was mm -hmm. there to cherish them and celebrate their moment in their day. And I think if we all had that openness, again, you don't have to agree with it. You know what I mean? Um, but you do have to be tolerant and respectful mm -hmm. at the same time. And you can yeah. do both things. You don't have to agree with the lifestyle. That's what you choose not to agree to. But you do have to be respectful and you do have to be tolerant and open enough to say, OK, I'm open enough to respect and maybe learn a thing or two about this community where I can help or be an ally or not. And not even so much an ally, but not be one to contribute to exactly. the discriminatory behaviors that have been prevalent beforehand. So Definitely. I think we can all do that. Yeah, I think that uh, before while we wrap up this this conversation, there are a couple of things, a few things actually that are universal languages. Music is one. No matter who what your language is that you speak, you know music. Mu music can be spiritual even and love. And I think as long as you operate within love you can say anything, you can do anything, you can, um, and you should be received as long as you're operating with someone uh, who's who's open to receiving that love as well. And so, you know, like you, I, I'm still working on not stepping on eggshells. I really want to be careful with, with certain people. I just don't ever want to come off disrespectful. But I like where you stand. You're, you're like, listen, I'm always going to be me. You're still going to operate in love and understanding and you're not going to discriminate which I love. And that's just a place that I think we all need to arrive to. And I'll, I'll just land on this and tie a bow around it by saying we should all extend each other grace as we are continuing to learn. And Ed Lover, just the fact that he is opening up the conversation, fantastic. He wants to know more about his child. So uh, hopefully we'll hear more information and how that's going with him very soon. Uh, Nick, so you remember when Lamar Odom had his overdose in 2015 i'm sure right mm -hmm. yes indeed all right yeah uh, if you don't know about that he overdosed in las vegas he was found unconscious he was taken to the hospital he suffered 12 seizures six strokes and he had two instances where his heart actually stopped i felt when i when i watched that when i found out that information 
he felt I don't know why, but he felt like a family member. I, I was I was devastated at that. And I, we were all praying, I think, as a nation to get him through. And he has. Thank God he has. He's on the other side of that. He is doing well in his life. And now he has acquired rehab centers to help other people. Is he far enough removed from this to be able to say, listen, I, I've gotten some rehab. Uh, I've gotten some rehab centers and I want to help save some people like God saved me. You think he's far enough removed? I don't know if he's far enough removed because, I mean, my man can, you know, he can slip like a bad transmission at any time. And I mean, I say that because if you have been around anybody that has battled drugs or, you know, even talk to people that have been counselors, they'll mm-hmm. tell you the first thing, you, you're never, a re, you know, you're, you're always going to be an addict. You know, that's what they mm-hmm. tell people. You're always going to be an alcoholic, you know, because you're always, every day is a new day. Mm-hmm. It's a new turn. It's a new chapter. Um, but I think just for him to be able to create centers for other people mm-hmm. i think he, i don't care if, you, if you're a reco- quote-unquote recovering addict or you know or not i think it's just where his heart is and i think you know he realized hey man i'm putting myself in these people's places you know and, and be able to get the best care and if anybody can help him get the best care it's lamar odom you know mm-hmm. you want somebody that's been down that road before that can kind of understand and then he can also give input too like hey man this 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 probably won't work because i've been down this road before you know obviously mm-hmm. everybody's different but for him, I think it's just a great gesture, and I think that just shows the kind of character of person that he is. I mean, Lamar Odom is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why everybody was rooting for him to his comeback, because he's such a good dude, and you just hate to see somebody fall um, the way that he fell at yeah. that time, but you, you're glad to see that he's, he's starting to rise up and continue on his journey moving forward. So, you know, everybody's pulling for Lamar Odom, including yours truly, mm-hmm. um, and I'm yeah. glad to see he's, he's opened up his heart. Uh, to, to help so many other people, maybe somebody else, can, other people can get those same breakthroughs that he got. Yeah, you said that so well. And I'm at the end of the day, I'm always for elevation and progression. And I'm always for using your own life's experiences to help other people. So whether he's far enough removed, I know it's, 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 that was in 2015. That wasn't that long ago. So like you said, there's always temptation. There's always sort of a concern and a fear that no matter where you are, something could hint around and something could lead you down that road that you, that you uh, crossed before. My hope and my prayer is that that he, Lamar Odom, has crossed over and has the tools that he needs to continue to be clean and utilize the resources that he has, which he says he's doing now with his rehab centers to help other people. I really, really hope that it goes well for him. So I applaud that. I definitely hear your point on that. Let's move on to this uh, next subject while we have a quick moment before we have to let go of Nick Hamilton. Luther Campbell, let me just ask you this. Nick, because we don't have to get into a whole conversation about this, but Luther Campbell, who we know as Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew, his son, Luther Campbell Jr., was arrested and charged with aggravated assault for allegedly approaching two women with a knife. Okay, so they arrested him. They found this weapon in his pocket. Now, when they when they disclosed, when the media disclosed who this person was, they mentioned who his famous father is. And now luther campbell says i haven't spoken to my son in over 15 years and the media is trying to he's saying that the media is basically trying to take out uh who he is he's uh, uh, an outspoken black man do you feel like 
he has a point that if the, if there was an average common everyday person who got arrested, grown person got arrested, the media wouldn't call out their parents, right? Does he have a point that the media is trying to skew his image as the father uh, by calling him out, identifying the son by his famous father? Oh yeah, I mean this is two live crew, big booty, come with it. <laughs> I mean this this is this is Uncle Blue. You know what I mean? Like this is two live crew, Luke. Uh-huh. I mean the mind. Miami base. I mean, if his son wasn't Luther Campbell Jr., let's say it was Sam Campbell, like, would they make the correlation? Probably not. Right. And I, I, I think I think Luke does have a point. I think they're, they're trying to, you know, smear his name while, quote-unquote, reporting the facts. And, uh, you know, it's just uncalled for, man. It, it, it's it's a trip, though, to be like, damn, Luke got a son that's, like, tripping? Wow, mm. that's that's crazy. Yeah. I think he does make a great point. It's really unfortunate. He says, again, the, the media market, the Miami media market is going after prominent, outspoken African-American men. And he, he does have a point, in my opinion. He hasn't spoken to his son in over 15 years. Now, I don't, I'm not having any judgment there. There's nothing for me to say. I don't know. Clearly, there's a reason behind it. Um, um, we won't get into that, but he's making a point. You know, why do you have to mention my name? I'm doing something well in the community. I'm doing something well. I have a long-lasting career. And uh, they're mentioning his name as to, uh, you know, to connect him with his son, which doesn't look very good. So just wanted to get your opinion on that. And I like where you stand with the Nick. As always, I definitely appreciate you jumping inside the Raw Report today with me. Let everybody know where they can find you. Oh, man, thank you for having me, Robin. I really appreciate it. You can find me every Tuesday, live, Sirius XM, channel 145, 1, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, the NH Experience, as well as you can catch me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213, and at YouTube.com slash NH Experience TV. Brand new interviews this week. Uh, got some legends in the house, so definitely, definitely want to check that out and congratulations to you nick for all the incredible interviews that you've been landing i've been watching they're they're great you out here killing the game (laughs) so thank you again i appreciate you and we'll definitely hear from you again soon okay absolutely y'all have a great rest of the night thank you you as well when we come forward we will get into who's got next this one is kind of special and we'll also talk about what i don't want you to miss and again we're going to tie in that soft girl season we'll tie that all together on the other side you're inside the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay there yo what's going on it's your boy eric bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the raw report keep it locked you're inside the raw report with robin ayers on kbla talk 1580 giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Rob the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Well, I told you this one is special. Uh, who's got next? Her name is Sunit. And I found her on Instagram a little while ago. But interestingly enough, I ran into her at an event recently the other day. And I said, you know what? I got to. She looks familiar. I got to, I got to, you know, make this happen. So wound up speaking to her and she wound up, you know, giving us a song that we can play. And this is Sunit. She's a singer, songwriter, R&B sensation. She's a hair braider. She went to Howard U (laughs) and all of this good stuff. So y'all, let's go ahead and get into this song. Hey, boy. Please get in. 
into something Show me more Take me somewhere I never that in the back is that fat man scoop in the back <laughs> fat man scoop can always he can always turn up a party okay i'm liking the track yes anit if you are listening that's called be the one i like that i like that so sanita's got next you guys tell me do you who you think got next do you when i play a track do you agree that this person has got next we will see. Well, listen, uh, I think a lot of you actually have agreed that uh, soft girl season, 77% of you, as a matter of fact, say that you do believe in soft girl season. And 22% of you said no. I wonder what that's about. Maybe we can uh, <laughs> maybe we can open up some lines at some point to, so you can tell me why you do not believe in soft girl season. I thought that that was a good thing. Uh, some of you uh, have heard this trending t- word it's been soft soft girls soft girl season soft life and again it's it's saying that we can put our guard down now we can uh, live in peace and harmony and so summer walker just announced that she's gonna have her new ep drop may 19th shout out to may 19th that's my mama's birthday uh clear to soft life that's what it's called clear to soft life so uh, Summer Walker has been in the industry for, a, a, you know, some years now doing her thing. And I think that she has a, a facade almost or having to put forth this masculine energy because of some of the relationships that she's been in that have been a little tumultuous. We've watched it. We've watched it. So don't act like I'm coming for her. No, we've watched it all play out. Uh, she's saying soft life. So I think she is now accepting this new softness just going with the flow being uh, letting your guard down and uh allowing that for other women as well so i really like that that's something that i don't want you to miss again that's coming out may 19th it's called clear Two. you can actually pre-order it now that's what she says you can pre-order it and uh again it's called clear Two soft life all right tell me what you think about it i'll, I'll get it i'll support it uh, you guys have been fantastic as always. And again, I, let me let me not forget this one. You said that, oh, wow, it's split. 50-50 of you say uh, Lamar Odom is far enough removed from addiction to open up rehab centers. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I like Lamar Odom and I am rooting for him. You do not want to change that station because Zoe Williams, the voice of reason, is coming up and he's got another fire topic. As you already know, it's called the ped- pedantic partner toolbox. 
pedantic partner toolbox okay zoe williams <laughs> you guys don't want to uh you don't want to change that channel he is coming up next that is the no the next voice that you will hear i am your host robin Ayers. i'll be right back with you tomorrow and remember today and every day moving forward be a blessing KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.